has a meltdown, and no, she's not fine. Bradley keeps pushing the envelope, and she's not afraid to go there. And Chip, he has some news that might just shake the whole entire network. We have so much to talk about. Don't go anywhere. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Welcome back, guys, to the morning show. I'm your host, Simone Thomas. Welcome back to season one, episode six, The Pendulum Swings. It's just me tonight. So my lovely co-hosts, they are not here. I'm holding down the fort. But it's so great to be back with you guys. Um, So we'll just dive right on in since it's just me. I don't have anyone. (laughs) Um, But this episode, first of all, I can't believe it's episode six. It's just crazy that we're more than halfway through. That's number one. But number two, this episode was very dramatic. I think it hit super close to home because the reporters or the anchors came out here to California. They came to Malibu, which if you guys remember last year, Malibu had a really devastating fire that affected people who've lived there for years, celebrities like Miley Cyrus and Liam Hemsworth. So it was a tragic natural disaster. So to see this play out in a fictional story was um, was not entertaining. It was entertaining, but informative and also just kind of something that I think a lot of us in LA can relate to. So overall, I really um, connected with it. And there was just a lot of action, like so much happening all at once between Bradley Alex, Chip, a little bit of Corey sprinkled in, and then even like Hannah and Claire. It was a lot. So let's just start off with Alex. I think Alex has been probably the the one character with the most issues since we've started between her losing her co-anchor and then her getting Bradley, even though it was her fault, and now her divorce. That was the probably one of the most dramatic scenes that we saw in this episode. And I gotta say, I didn't feel bad for her. <laughs> I didn't feel feel bad for her at all. When her husband said, or soon-to-be ex-husband, hopefully, because he needs to get away from her, when he said she's a narcissist, I was like, amen, amen, amen. She is such an awful partner. Like, first of all, she doesn't care about him. It's about her image and keeping this very pristine facade that can't be cracked because she's so resistant to just being relatable and human and I think that's why people like Bradley more than her but we'll get to that later anywho when he pushed for a divorce and he didn't back down I was so happy I was like please don't let this little narcissist get to you you want a divorce get out of there and he held his ground and I'm so happy he did that but I could have saw this coming from a mile away. I mean, why would you just want to stay in a relationship just for the sake of it? Yes, it's great. I mean, well, it's not great to keep up appearances, but some people like her want to do that. But ultimately, it doesn't help your happiness. It's not good for your family. Your daughter isn't really seeing a healthy relationship play out. She's seen a fake relationship play out. And let's be real, that's not real life. And that should not be real life for anyone. So I personally think this is good for Alex. I think she needs, she needs a, she needs a lot. She needs a, she needs a couple reality checks. She's, she's been getting them with Mitch leaving and then Bradley kind of taking away her shine and then just, given her her two cents. And now this divorce, I really think it's making her take a look in the mirror. And she, the empathetic part of me feels for her because she is going through a lot of changes and they're all happening at once. And like they say, when it rains, it pours and it's pouring for her. But 
honestly, I think she's she's someone who needs to be taken down from her pedestal. Like she just she needs to be humbled. And I think all of these tumultuous events are humbling her, hopefully for the better. We shall see what happens. But what irritated me so much about her was initially before her husband came to came into the bat or well, before her husband even came to the scene, Chip called her asking her, hey, we need you to come to L.A. to cover these fires. And she was she completely refused. She didn't want to do it. She's like, send Bradley there. And then her husband gives her the news and he's like, I want to get a divorce. I'm telling Lizzie, like, I can't do this anymore. And then she springs up how she has to go to L.A. and she doesn't have she doesn't like she can't tell Lizzie right now. And I'm like, you're such a user. Like, she just seriously just uses people for her own benefit or just will do like she's using Bradley like she used Bradley so she could have co-host approval or like have some type of control and now she's using this wildfire situation to work in her benefit just because she's afraid to come out about the news regarding her and her husband and when she said that she was all of a sudden gonna go to LA even though she didn't even want to do it it just made me dislike her so much like she's just she's not a very likable character i think jennifer anderson does a great job she's incredible kudos to you but the character itself is not likable um so i was kind of like girl just get it together get it together and i know it's hard and we saw that it is taking a toll on her because later on when she was in la on air with bradley she starts crying and at first it kind of made sense because the smoke is in the air it can get in your eyes your throat and just depending on your respiratory system you might be more sensitive to those types of things and then we see her like bawling like she's like on her knees and it was almost like the um the guy who they were interviewing who helped rescue these dogs and he was like taking care of dogs it was almost like the story that he was telling about keeping the families together well keeping the the dog families together was mirroring hers because her family was falling apart and I think that connected with her and unfortunately she just started to unfold on camera and no one knew what was going on because she doesn't talk about her life or doesn't really try to be human with anyone so they really couldn't help her and um it was kind of a melt no it was a meltdown kind of a mess but let's just blame it on the fires even though like People can see through that. They're like, something's wrong with you. Later on, we see um, her go into her trailer, and Bradley is so nice. Like, she's almost too nice for her own good because this this woman is so mean. Like, she's just so disrespectful to... She's so disrespectful to Bradley. Like, Bradley owes her nothing. I mean, maybe Bradley owes her a little... Actually, no. I take that back. Bradley doesn't owe her anything, even though Alex is the one who brought her in because she selected her. I don't think Bradley owes her anything because it wasn't like Alex was looking out for Bradley. Alex was looking out for Alex and it just helped having Bradley there to come along. So yeah, Bradley doesn't owe her anything and yet she's still being a nice coworker despite the many times Alex has proved time and time again that she doesn't like Bradley. She doesn't care about anyone but Alex and Bradley is just, she's a good Samaritan. So she goes into the trailer, starts to console Alex. Alex is on the verge of not even on the verge of a meltdown she's in the midst of a meltdown starts to throw up she holds her hair she holds her hair guys holding the hair that means you care about someone or you are a nice enough person to hold someone someone's hair while they're vomiting and she did that for 
relics she holds her she consoles her she tells us she, she tells her it's okay and then once alex is all you know from proper and back to normal she just shuns her off and it kind of reminded me of um like a toxic relationship with someone with with a guy girl whoever you're with and you know you like the person when it's like on their terms so it's like when they want to be with you they're all in and they give you all of their energy and they use up everything out of you and then when they're good they're like okay I don't like I don't I'm good or it's like you know if you sleep with someone and then after you guys sleep together they disconnect it that's what that scene reminded me of like they had this intimate moment with between the two of them and Bradley was so comforting and then the minute Alex got it together she just completely disconnected acted as though Bradley didn't come and help her and save her to some extent and it was just another indication of how much of a narcissist this woman is like Jason said she's a narcissist and we're just seeing it play out time and time again I think it's unfortunate that these things are unfolding on camera that is embarrassing but you know what karma is a you know what i'm karma is a blank so it's coming for her thank you (laughs) it's coming for her and i i'm not gonna applaud someone's demise but sometimes you just need a really hard fall to be a better person now we'll see if she's inspired to emulate her co-worker Bradley who was a great journalist and also a really good person and towards the end we saw the two of them reach a compromise and I just love that Bradley is she proves that she may be the lesser known person she may not have as much experience but she's the bigger person because Alex has ignored her Alex has disrespected her and yet again she was able to be professional and kind and realize that Alex is going through a hard time and they extended the olive branch. So I like that we saw that in the beginning of the episode, there was tension. It was a little, not the best between the two of them. And then throughout the episode towards the end, we see them unite. So I think that just proves that one, women don't always have to be fighting. It always doesn't have to be over a man. Um, And two, when there is drama, you can still be mature enough and hash things out for the better and be adults about it especially when you're working together and especially when you have to pretend to be best friends like it's hard it's not fun and they prove that it's possible now for Bradley this episode wasn't as difficult or like emotionally draining as it was for Alex I mean like I think Alex took all the emotions out of us because that was a lot as for Bradley this was more so about her just getting more comfortable with her position and being confident and sure about what stories she's passionate about and standing firm in that. But before that even, before we even get to that, let's talk about the scene, actually like the very first scene between her and Corey in the bed. I don't know, this man is just like strange. He is, he's that person at work or just like someone in like I think we all have someone in our life where they're mysterious and you can't really crack them but they're like you know who they are like you have a good sense of their character or you think you do you know enough about them but you still don't know all about them they're just a little 
murky and mysterious and it's like what's what's in that head of yours that's Corey to me I just I don't know what his plans are with Bradley I don't know if he likes her I don't know if he wants to use her I can't tell you but I I wrote this down because it really stuck with me um and he mentioned something she mentioned something about like I can't find it anywho she mentioned something about you know, what transpired, which was she was drunk. He took her up to his room and let her kind of took care of her just because she was incapable of doing that for herself, which is very nice. But considering that they are co-workers, it's a little weird and awkward. And he basically was like, I like you. Like, I wouldn't do this for anyone. And I'm like, okay, do you like her like her? Or do you just like her as a person, as a coworker, as a journalist? I don't know. It was just a weird scene. And I really wanted to see more of them in the episode, but we didn't. And I think she knows something's weird, too, because when she found out that she had to go to L.A. to cover the fires, he proposed that they drive in the same car together and go to the airport. And she said to him, well, why would we do that? That's just a little weird. Like, wouldn't it look strange if we're, like, in the same car? Because it's weird and it doesn't make sense. And they don't even know each other that well. Like, if you just started working at a company, how are you already cozying up to people? And so, not lovey-dovey, but that comfortable. It takes a while to really get to know people um, at work and to feel comfortable. So, I'm very curious and interested to see how this all plays out. But in the meantime, I guess we'll just have to wait, hopefully, until next week to see what happens between the two of them as for Bradley and her just being an amazing journalist I am so here for it I love that she continues to push against the status quo at the network they are very much so about protecting their brand which you do have to do it is a business at the end of the day and there are many people who are affected but at the same time you can't just throw things under the rug because it's not appropriate and she doesn't believe in that she's like she's a contrarian and I love people who do that because contrarians and people who don't just settle are the ones who really shift culture and they make change for the better like all these things about me too when just changing the industry about sexual harassment and women standing up that happens because people are sick of staying silent and they're gonna do what's they're doing what hasn't been done before and I think Bradley is a clear example of that she's like I don't care this is what's happening this is what needs to be told and I'm gonna tell it and in this episode about the fires they wanted to end the show with a story about dogs which is very cute and typically in in news you do like to end on a lighter story just because a lot of heroin heroin tragic stories happen all the time so the least you can do is leave your viewers with something exciting or just heartwarming so a dog story does make sense and they they did do that but she also wanted to pitch a story about potentially a hierarchy when it comes to allocating firefighters to certain neighborhoods and she proposed you know there are a lot of celebrities or people of a higher stature or in a better um, tax bracket who are hiring private firefighters to take out their fires meanwhile just regular old people who are in you know um make a regular income or are just middle america or middle class they can't hire private firefighters and does that affect is there kind of a bias towards people who 
do make more money and do live in richer neighborhoods and she wanted to bring that to light however mr fred these fred and Corey are just ugh. i don't like them but mr fred wanted to kill the story because he is the story is essentially about him and other people like him he's hiring private firefighters to help take um take out the fires um, at his house. And honestly, I'm not going to knock him for do that. Th- I'm not him for doing that. This is your house. You've lived here for X amount of years. There are memories there. If anything, do whatever you can. But at the same time, it's still a very relevant story. And there are probably a lot of people who don't even who didn't even know you could hire private firefighters to take out fires. Honestly, until that happened last year, I know a couple celebrities did it last year. I was like, oh, you can hire firefighters to take out a fire at your house i had no idea that was a thing so beyond it beyond it trying to beyond the story being um something about classism and just um having more money than regular people i think it's just important to inform people that this is an outlet this is a resource that you can use and how it's set in place and why it is a thing that people can resort to if they have the means to do so and so it's just good to educate in general besides it being something to pit the rich against the poor like I don't I didn't get that whole thing but of course Fred is all about keeping his stuff intact and it's about Fred first well it's about everyone first they only think about themselves so he wanted to kill it but Chip Chip didn't listen and he ran the story eventually so I'm so happy that Bradley pushed for the story she wasn't afraid to back down like she never is and it actually ended up making the air we'll see how that plays out later on but I think she had a really great episode I think this was probably Bradley's strongest episode in her job she didn't mess up she didn't say anything out of pocket she held her ground in a in a professional appropriate way she really performed and and she made Alex look good and in every other episode she's done something wrong where Alex has had to pick up the slack or has belittled her later on whether Bradley was right or wrong that's up to you but she's made Bradley feel small and in this case I think the roles were reversed Bradley took like she held the show down and she had to help Alex so it was kind of interesting to see those roles reversed as for Chip I think him running the story was great because it is important but I think he also has a selfish, there's there's something that he wants to get, there's something in it for himself, you know what I mean? Like, we realize all these people are egomaniacs, they think about themselves first, and even though the story was important, he also does not like Fred. And we we saw that in the scene between Corey and Chip, and he mentions, he well, that scene was just weird, because I had to rewind it, because I was just like, wait, what are they talking about? But basically... Chip comes to Corey because he has news on Fred. And this news could essentially put Fred out of a job. And Corey could get Fred's position. And so Chip was coming to Corey to kind of get a feeler on the situation if he did leak the news to another outlet. But he didn't, he wasn't man, he didn't have the courage to actually tell Corey what the news was. However, at the end of the episode, we saw that Chip made a complete 180 and he's ready to tell Corey the news. I am so curious what this is, but whatever it is, it's something bad because clearly it's incriminating and it could get Fred fired. 
I'm not a Fred fan. I'm honestly not a fan of any of the the men who are also. Have you noticed that all of the people in charge of this network are men? That's also another thing to talk about. But um, I'm not a fan of any of the men running this network, to be quite honest. So Fred being out of a job, I'd be completely fine. I'm just curious what the news is and how awful it will be. So it's it'll be interesting to see it play out. Um, but kudos, I mean, I think Chip is looking out for himself first, but I think it's good to just... Get all of the toxic people out, even though Corey's one of those toxic people and should be pushed out, but baby steps, and bring these terrible things that have been happening at the network to light. So clearly there's a lot of stuff that people know about at that place, and they just choose not to tell it unless it works out for them. And in this case, Chip is like, you know what? I'm done keeping the secret, and I'm going to tell whatever I have to say about Fred. So we shall see what happens. I'm interested and I'm very excited to tune in this Friday. And before we wrap it all up with our amazing characters, I also want to mention that we really appreciate your support, guys. You all come here every single week to talk to us, to hear what we have to say. So if you're watching us on YouTube, please give us a thumbs up, subscribe, like, comment, All those things. We love you and we want to see the love. We want to feel the love. And then if you're listening to us on iTunes, please give us a five-star rating and also comment as well. You guys are the best and we appreciate your support. Alrighty, we are going to dive into our news and gossip. Alrighty, so Miss Reese Witherspoon is just an absolute queen, right? And we've known her for having blonde hair. For at least since I've known since I've known of Reese Witherspoon, I just know her signature blonde hair. But guys, guess what? She's actually a natural brunette. We have a picture right here of Reese when she was younger. And by the way, she looks beautiful. I love the brown on her. But she posted a picture on Instagram showing that the brown locks she has in the morning show are actually pretty similar to her real hair color and you can see right here in this picture when I saw this I wasn't really surprised um I think she looks great with blonde or brown she's very lucky because some people aren't blessed to like rock both colors so she's great she's lucky to have that um that she's that she can rock both looks but yeah she's a natural brunette who would have thought so I mean Reese you can rock anything I'm a fan of the brown I'm a fan of the blonde and I mean she's wearing brown in the show she has brown hair on the show and as we can see in this picture she's naturally brown so anything looks good on you girl keep rocking it Alrighty. Now we're going to move on to our predictions. Your After Buzz TV predictions. Okay. I predict two things. I think Fred is going to get booted. They're going to fire this man. I mean, he's going to have a hard time because he's going through the fires. And then some scandal is going to break out about whatever he's involved in. And then they're going to take him out. And number two, Mitch is about to drop a bombshell. And I think it's about Alex, because remember last episode, she shunned him off while they were in the car. She and she was 
excited about whatever they were doing, you know, like into it. And then the minute she got the notification about the New York Times story, she completely drew away. And she did that with Bradley, too. She just she gets like connect. She connects with people. And then she's like, she's like, and then she's like this. It's awful. It's not cool. So I think he's kind of like over her. And I'm not on Mitch's side, but I think he just can't deal with how she's using him to her own benefit. And so him texting Bradley about whatever this news is that he has that could help Bradley or that she would find interesting, as he said, I think it concerns Alex and it's just going to jeopardize her career more. And she's just going to be going down this spiral and she's going all the way down. We'll have to see what happens with Alex, with Corey, with Bradley, with Mitch, Fred, all these characters. They're going through a lot. And... I don't really feel bad for most of them, except I love me some Bradley. That's my girl. I love her. <laughs> so, guys, tune in next week when all of us are back. The three of us will be back to talk about everything, and I'm looking forward to it. So, in the meantime, if you guys want to catch up with me, connect on what I'm doing, follow me on social, on all social platforms at Simone Thomas, and I'll see you guys next week. Bye! Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.